Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Shot of Dark. I am your host, John Cena-Weevil here. Um, sorry for the delays. You might be able to tell from my voice. I am a little bit under the weather, and uh, watching the Madam Web movie definitely put me a little bit worse condition. Uh, but for more on that, check out this month's What Up Dub With Me and Be Detroit. Let's get right down to it, starting with AEW Rampage. We have Roderick Strong, Matt Taven, and Mike Bennett of the Undisputed Kingdom defeating Orange Cassidy, Trent Beretta, and Rocky Romero. The match started wild with them fighting outside of the ring, but the ending sequence saw Undisputed Kingdom triple-teaming Romero as Strong hit him with the knee and the end of heartache as Taven gets the pen for the win. They kept attacking Romero after and put him through some seated chairs with another end of heartache. The Young Bucks, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson, get their names right, defeated the menacing team of Mondo Rocks and Robbie Litt, who are known in the indies as the tag team Sky High. Easy work here from the Bucks, hitting the EVP trigger on Mondo for the quick win. They get on the mic after and told the fans in the crowd to stop heckling them and call them by the names of Matthew and Nicholas. They said they got a medical report from Doc Samson, and both Sting and Darby Allen are banged up, and they act like they cared about them being okay, but said that their objective is to move up the rankings and fight more competitive act, um, tag teams like the one they had today, and they will earn their tag team title shot. Spoiler alert, they do get a title shot. Mystico, who came out with CMLO stars, Star Jr. and his Finje, defeated Matt Seidel. This is actually the second time these two have faced off, first being on an episode of Monday Night Raw in June 2011, which Mystico won as well. This time, though, he hits a Spanish fly off the top row for the pin in the win, and then Star Jr. get a Matt Menard's face after, who was on commentary. Prince Nana and Brian Cage were backstage with Renee and talked crap about Hook and said that he wasn't even there, as Cage said that he'll fight two guys in collision, just like Hook did. In the main event here, Will Nightingale and Chris Dantlander defeated Ruby Soho and Soraya of the Outcast, as Ruby was going... As she was coming out, she kept looking uh, at this note that was in her pocket. Stokely Hathaway replaced Matt Menard on commentary for this match, and then towards the end, Ruby just jumped off the apron and went to the back, and uh, even punched in Harley Cameron on her way uh, out to the back while she was trying to stop her. Willow took advantage of this, of distracted Soraya, and hit her with a doctor bomb for the pin and the win, and then Stokely shook Stat's hand and raised Willow's hand after, and Willow pulled him in and picked him up for a big hug. Sky Blue appeared ringside and stared down Willow and Chris after. Before the lights go off, and then when they come back on... They're shown Julia Hart there by Blue's side. It has been reported that Julia Hart is out with a little bit of an injury, so that could be the reasoning why we haven't seen her in action. We go to TNA Impact. Chris Sabin defeated John Skyler. The match was sponsored by Mustafa Ali as part of this new uh, politician-type gimmick that he has and building up his match with Sabin at No Surrender. Sabin gets the pin here after hitting the Cradle Shock. Alex Shelley with a promo backstage ahead of tonight's main event with Ed Edwards, where he says if you take out a component of the system, the whole thing collapses. Tasha Steele defeated Zaya Brookside after blocking the Brooksy bomb and holding on after a sunset flip with a handful of tights for the win. ABC were doing a backstage promo about the two out of three falls matches with GYV just to get attacked by them as Ace Dawson looked to take the brunt of this assault. Jake Something bumped into Frankie Kazarian and was disappointed with his new attitude and said that he used to look up to him, so Kazarian tells him to not look at him at all then if this is the case. So Something suggested um, other ways of handling this besides talking. Zachary Wentz defeated Mike Bailey after Bailey had the match won until Trey Miguel attacked him on the apron, followed by the UFO from Wentz for the pin. The Rascals kept attacking Bailey after until Trent Seven made his return to Bailey after missing out hard to kill. Steve Macklin came out to attack Seven until Nick Nemeth came out to even the odds and aligned himself with Seven and Bailey. We get a promo from Rhino, who was pissed at Crazy Steve for attacking him on last week's explosion, so he's going to take him out next week and take his digital media title. Jordan Grace and Trinity, this is Trinity's last taped TNA match before going back to WWE, defeated the team of Giselle Shaw and Savannah Evans, with Trinity getting the submission with star with the starstruck on Evans. There was a promo, it wasn't shown on TV, but I did see it online, about uh, Giselle Shaw pretty much firing Jay Vidal and Savannah Evans, but she did give Evans one last chance um, to, to redeem herself with a match against Jordan Grace. Diener was in the back and said that he was having... Uh, 
a streak of bad luck as AJ Francis comes in and tries to help him, but Diener mentions Francis needing help with Joe Henry as Joe Henry appears. He started searching Francis's name on Twitter and found nothing but insults. That pissed off Francis and said that he'll be seeing Henry soon, and then Diener walked off and told Henry to never speak of him, speak for him ever again. Khan, formerly of the design, defeated Enhancement Talents Richard Adonis and Ori Gold in about 30 seconds, taking out Gold with a, cho- with a, cho- a claw choke slam for the easy win. He kept attacking them after until PCO appears, but Khan took all his orderlies out before Khan and PCO brawled until security tried to separate them just to be taken out themselves. Josh Alexander defeated Alan Angel by submission with an ankle lock, pretty dominant showing from Alexander here. But as Alexander was leaving, he gets attacked by a masked man from the crowd that ends up revealing himself to be... Simon Gotch. Matthew Raywell, his former vaudevillain partner, got questioned by Tom Hannafin if he knew anything about this, and he said that he's just as confused as anyone. Um, so it should be interesting with him here. I would like to see possibly in the future the vaudevillains reform. I know they kind of reformed recently in the Indies, doing a House of Glory show and some other shows. So who knows? That's a possibility if, uh, Ray Walt wants to leave the commentary table for a little bit in TNA. Alex Shelley defeated Eddie Edwards in the main event. After a bit of back and forth at the end with Shelley dodging the Boston knee party and rolling up Edwards for the win, Brian Myers jumped in right after as him and Edwards kept attacking Shelley and Kushida, and Kevin Knight ran out for the save. On TNA Explosion, Laredo Kid defeated Jay Vidal, fresh off his fire in front of Sean Taraj, as Laredo hit the Spanish fly for the pin. Gia Miller's Around the Ring this week had Kevin Knight, where he pretty much talked about his love for roller skating, as Gia says he has to come back so he, he can show her how to do it, as she doesn't know how to roller skate. And the main event of Explosion was Jake Something defeating Shara after hitting the Void. We move on to Ring of Honor and Honor Club. The Workhorsemen defeated the team of Cyrus, GT, and Berlante RB, two local luchadors from Texas. Nice quick match here with Anthony Henry getting the pin on Berlante after hitting their flatline kick combo. Lexi Nair was with Jerry Lynn as they were tapping on Dalton Castle's door asking where his friend was. He said he was busy as Johnny TV and Taya Valkyrie said that it was just an imaginary friend. Lynn told Castle that if he interferes in today's in his friend's match, he'll be suspended. Ethan Page defeated Aaron Solo with the Eagle's Edge after the referee caught Solo trying to use the ropes to cheat. El Hijo de Vikengo and Penta El Zero Miedo defeated John Cruz and KM with Penta getting the pin on Cruz after hitting the Fear Factor. Lexi Nair tried to give Billy Stark something backstage, but Starks said if Nala Rose wants to find her, to look for her after her match. Match number four is supposed to be Johnny TV versus Dalton Castle's friend, who's labeled as Hombre del Pavo Real de Montaña, a.k.a. the Mountain Peacock Man. And out comes clearly Dalton Castle, but with a fake beard, a fake hat, well, a real hat, and a jacket. Johnny says that he knows his castle, so he said that there is no match tonight, and he starts to leave, but Taya tried to curse him out in Spanish, but Castle admitted he doesn't know Spanish and revealed himself as Dalton Castle. Shock. Castle kept begging for a match and said he'll do anything, so Johnny agrees, but says that he will tell him next week what the stipulation is if he wants the match. Shane Taylor was backstage with Lee Moriarty, as Taylor said in 1964, Sam Cooke wrote, A change gonna come, and they're still fighting for it, and pulled out a call to anybody on the AEW or Ring of Honor roster. If they are tired of being underlooked and underutilized, they can come with them and help them change this game. So it looks like STP, Shane Taylor Promotions, should be expanding soon. We cut to the back where Maria is dragging Lexi to see that Cole Carter and Griff Garrison are attacking Serpentico, and Jellico runs in just to realize that it wasn't Serpentico, and he got beat up instead, and then uh, by Carter and Garrison before the real Serpentico runs in to chase them all the way. Billy Starks defeated Oriah Thorne, who goes by Rachel Rose in the Indies. Uh, she has been in the news lately regarding her departure from reality of wrestling. Uh, if you want to learn more about that, there is an article on postwrestling.com. Nyla Rose came out during this and set up a table ringside as Billy trapped up Thorne in this choke-like submission to tap her out. And then Nyla gets in Billy's face after and asks if she'll be a good minion or does she need to put her through a table. Billy said that she has a surprise for Nyla as Athena's music hits and Nyla was looking at the stage for her. But Athena shows up from behind and punches Nyla down right through the table. Diamante defeated Trisha Dora, Kiara Hogan, and Layla Hirsch in a four-way. Diamante tried to use a chair in this, but Rachel Ellering took it away from her. And with the referee distracted with all this, Diamante rose up Layla Hirsch for the pin with her feet on the ropes. 
Lee Moriarty, Shane Taylor, Cole Carter, and Griff Garrison defeated the Infantry and Iron Savages. There was a spot in this match where Boulder was trying to call for Titty City, just for Maria to get on the apron and said it's time for her Titty City, which of course distracts the Iron Savages. It's a pretty fun match here, ending with Moriarty hitting Carly Bravo with the flatliner for the pin. Serpentico runs out after and attacks Carter and Garrison and try taking his mask back from Maria just for them to attack him back and take the mask as Maria says it was hers. Lexi was backstage with Layla Hirsch and Rachel Hellering as Ellering apologizes for trying to help, but it didn't work. Layla says she's focused on a women's TV tournament. And they told each other that they have each other's back. On the next episode, these two will face off in the first round of the women's TV title tournament. Lee Johnson defeated Gravity after hitting the brain dog and a good showing from both of them. Lexi Nair was backstage with Dalton Castle and asked if he knows what Johnny might want for their match. Castle said he doesn't know, but now he has to wait for a week and pretend like he was having a heart attack before going into a dryer and asking for cheese. Dalton Castle doing Dalton Castle stuff. Taya Valkyrie defeated Killer Kate, her second appearance in a row on Ring of Honor, the uh, AKA BK Rhythm here. Kate tried a little bit, but Taya stopped her with a Shania Payne to get the win. And uh, like I said, they do announce that the Women's World Television Championship Tournament will begin next week with the first round matches. Commander defeated Jack Cartwheel, AR Fox, and Willie Mack in a four-way. Very good match here with the ending having some crazy offense until Commander hit a destroyer and the rope walk shooting star on Cartwheel for the win. The show ends with Athena telling Lexi Nair and Billy Starks to go get in the car as they're going to celebrate now that she's back. And Athena kept talking trash to, t- to Nala Rose just for Rose to appear from behind and attack Athena, putting her through a table. We go to Women of Wrestling Superheroes. So we start with a another semifinal match here in the Women of Wrestling Trios title tournament here as Team Spirits, Ariel Sky, Pep Rally, and Sasha Sp- Sparks, a.k.a. JC Love in the Indies, making her wrestling debut in, in a Women of Wrestling versus BK Rhythm, Gigi Gianni, and Little J Boogie of the Brat Pack. But this match ends with a no contest after it looks like Sky actually suffered an injury and tried to continue until the referee had no choice but to call the match off due to what looks like an apparent concussion. Uh, good on the referee to end the match and commentary to put attention on the injury and uh, why it would be a reason for them to stop it. They actually did go back after the break and kind of show this from a couple different angles. So good to see them kind of spotlight how wrestlers can get injured and how it's the right thing to just end the match. The next match was a no disqualification match as the Mother Truckers defeated Miami Sweehy. Really good match here, to be honest. Probably one of the best matches I've seen in women wrestling. Uh, Lori Carlson hit the sick-looking coast-to-coast at one point, but the ending was Big Rig Betty and Holly Swag stopping dive attempts from Lindsay and Lori with stop signs to get the pin. And in the main event, Abilene Maverick defending the WOW Championship against former champion Princess Aussie after rolling her up and putting her feet on the ropes for leverage. We go to NWE Power. We have a bunch of title matches here, but we start with a non-title match here as Knox and Murdoch defeated Alex Alex Taylor and Kerry Morton of the Southern Six. Mike Knox was about to get the pin. Actually, I'm sorry, this is a no contest because Mike Knox was about to get the pin until Ricky Morty on the outside pulls the referee out and they all start brawling as the referee just calls the match. The next match was a unification match for the NWA World Television title as well as the NWA World Women's Television title as Maxie and Paler defeated Mims to become the unified champion and the finish came with Mims doing the 10 punches in the corner but Max held on for a powerbomb to get the pin and the win. Uh, it was reported that as far as now goes, Maxi Impaler will just defend the women's television title against women and the men's title against men. So I kind of like this nice twist here in NWA. The Immortals defended the U.S. tag t- titles against the Slime Bowls after hitting their Immortality finisher, but it's actually kind of cool because Odinson had a little bit of a ledge here in this stage that he was uh, able to hit for a little bit of extra oomph. And through Billy Silas Mason defended the National Heavyweight Championship against Burchill after he- hitting the throw ride in a pretty good main event. On NXT Level Up, Kalani Jordan defeated Stevie Turner, who's making a return to Level Up after being off since November. Jordan, uh, Jordan was able to hit the split-legged one-of-a-kind moonsault to get the win on Turner. Javier Bernal defeated Keanu Carver. They kept calling attention to the pounce that Carver did a couple weeks ago that went viral, and he hit one in this match as well, but Bernal gets the win with his feet on the ropes for leverage. That's a running theme on this show here today. Miles Bourne defeated Tavion Heights with a little bit of distraction from the no-quarter catch crew. 
plus a power slam from Bourne in a pretty good main event. On WWE main event, Road Dog returning for the second week in a row, but this time going by his real name of Brian James, spelled with a Y. Interesting. Uh, as far as the matches go, Natalia and Tegan Knox defeated Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Natty got the submission on Chelsea after putting on the sharpshooter. And Bronson Reed defeated Apollo Creed. After him, sorry, Apollo Cruz after hitting the tsunami. But rest in peace to Carl Weathers here. I think Apollo Creed on my mind for sure. But yeah, Bronson Creed getting the win here after hitting the tsunami. Uh, again, sorry for the delay and sorry for being a little bit all over the place. I tried my best to um, get the show done this week um, after uh, catching something after watching Madam Web. But uh, uh, hopefully I get better. Uh, no collision course this week, so I will take a break from that. But you can hear me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Happy birthday, Neil Flanagan. <laughs>